This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, the latest uh, in this ongoing saga of, I guess, what we can call Premier Danielle Smith versus the CBC. Sounds like maybe the Premier's office is threatening, perhaps, a, a lawsuit against the public broadcaster. We'll get the latest on that. Also, a story we're watching today. We're going to hear from one asteroid expert coming up after 9.30. A truck-sized asteroid is set to zip by our planet uncomfortably close today. It uh, will pass us, we expect. But here's the thing. They, they, this was only discovered a few days ago, less than a week ago. We'll get to that coming up uh, this morning. We're also going to talk about autonomous vehicles, some interesting research happening at the University of Alberta on a pretty important component to all of this. We'll get to that later on this morning. Uh, time for your calls, your text along the way, of course, as mentioned. Let's start this morning, though, with the conversation around health care in this country. February 7th, the prime minister, the premiers are going to gather to try to hammer out a deal on health care. And it's likely there will be some new funding announced by the federal government. How much of a stumbling block, though, is Alberta's plan, Ontario's plan to contract out more surgeries uh, to the private sector? Provinces need to, I think, get creative, innovative, to find solutions to improve access to health care, reduce wait times. But the P words, private, is still, I think, somewhat of a third rail in Canadian politics. But we have the debate maybe oversimplified, the idea that we have a public system and that private health care represents a threat to the public system. Because certainly there's a lot of healthcare in Canada that involves private delivery in the private sector. And maybe some of these misconceptions hold back the debate. There's an interesting uh, piece this week in the Globe and Mail uh, making that argument with the headline, we have to stop pretending that healthcare is entirely public. So to better understand the, the reality of our system and that maybe exploring innovation can be seen in a different light. Joining us to talk more about this issue is the uh, author of the piece, uh, Rosalie Wanch, is a senior policy analyst at the C.D. Howe Institute, cdhow.org. Rosalie, great to have you with us here this morning. Welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me. Always happy to talk about, you know, what the, the points that I don't think should be emotional in healthcare, but but really have gotten yeah. to that political level. And public-private is probably the uh, the peak of that mountain oh yeah no kidding why, why do you think that is uh partly i think that it's a combination of um canadians being really proud of our healthcare system and i think that we should be um while also maybe not fully understanding how it works and so a lot of people will equate the word private especially private for profit with uh, what they perceive as American-style healthcare, right. which, you know, is expensive and not particularly equitable. Um, however, really, the the point uh, I was trying to make with my op-ed is that that's just not the reality. Uh, how our system works is is a lot more complicated than being a fully public system, and that pr- having private delivery or or even um, private 
privately administered and run health care can be a, a feature of a universal equitable system. Right. I mean, universal health care is maybe a better way to describe our system. I guess the, the public is that but basically we have a public insurance system. So the, the term public health care, what, what does that even mean? Well, really, to me, I think of our public health care system as that it's actually a provincial insurance that covers doctor and hospital services, not even all of health care. It, in some cases, will cover additional things, but our core healthcare system, when we think about federal provincial relations and the Canada Health Act, is really more of a hospital and doctor yeah. system than it is a comprehensive healthcare system. So we'll just start there, where it doesn't actually cover all of healthcare. So it's in that way not entirely universal, um, and then as well, just the understanding between. Of, of what doctors actually do, how their businesses work, because they are, in fact, for-profit private business people. Um, and so just to me, the surprise is really this uh, reaction to the idea that private delivery is something bad, right. when really that's already how our system works in in a lot of ways. It's purely the hospitals that are publicly owned and administered but individual doctors offices or private clinics are really for-profit private businesses mm-hmm. well and, and maybe there's this perception that the idea of surgery in private clinics is is new but as you suggest in your piece it's it's not that new is it 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 really isn't it exists in saskatchewan it exists in alberta in bc um, and as well as in Ontario. So it's not even a new uh, policy in Ontario. The first step of the Ontario government's plan is actually to increase investment in existing private clinics that already perform these surgeries outside of hospitals. And so it really isn't new. It's really expanding on what already exists. And one of the benefits of that is that these private clinics can become specialized, they can innovate, they can also, you know, deliver the surgeries that then frees up capacity at the hospital. And then hospitals can redirect those freed up resources to performing other surgeries or dealing with more complex cases or simply, you know, getting back to a level where they aren't short staffed and running over capacity consistently. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, other countries do have universal health care systems. Canada's system is unique in some ways. And I think you alluded to it. We tend to really just fall into sort of binary thinking. It's either Canada or the U.S. But when we look around the, the country at other universal systems, what, what do we see as, as common practice in those countries? Um, I would say, actually, that it's much more common in uh, universal healthcare systems across developed countries that there are aspects of private delivery. Um, in Australia, specialists will split their time between public and private practices. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Um, and they can even set fees that are higher than what the public insurance system will reimburse. Uh, Denmark, uh, specialists are either employees of public hospitals, which which they aren't in Canada, um, or they can choose to be self-employed and work at privately owned facilities. And there's also features that are similar in France, England, the Netherlands, and, and Switzerland. There's actually countries with universal healthcare systems that are 100% privately delivered. And so it really is something that we need to stop thinking about just the U.S. and start looking at other universal systems that might actually provide better outcomes for their citizens than the Canadian system does and really deepen the understanding about how those systems work and how the public universal coverage interacts with the private delivery of healthcare. Now, breaking news. I'm Tony King from the Global Newsroom. The UCP government is pausing car insurance rate increases for the rest of the year. The province says the move comes after concerns were expressed to them about how costly auto insurance is right now in a time of high inflation. The government says it's now required of insurance companies to give drivers the option of paying their premiums through a payment plan. Stay with us for further details as they unfold from Global News. I'm Tony King. All right, there you go. An interesting development uh, with regard to auto insurance in Alberta. We'll continue to follow that story, uh, as Tony mentioned, uh, through the morning. We'll talk about that uh, later on today as well. That's going to get some reaction for sure. Uh, talking about healthcare in Canada, Rosalie Wanch, Senior Policy Analyst uh, with the C.D. Howe Institute. And the conversation that's happening in various provinces about what private delivery can look like within a universal healthcare system, whether there's anything to be concerned about. So, Rosalie, as we've been talking about, Alberta's been doing this for a while. The province recently announced additional steps uh, to contract out orthopedic surgery to private clinics. Um, so what, what is it that we need to keep an eye on? I know there's some concern that, you know, private clinics can draw away professionals and resources from, from the public system. Is, is that a concern, for example? Uh, I think it's something that we need to be careful about. Um, there is research from other countries that has shown that it increases capacity without reducing capacity in the public system. So it certainly doesn't have to draw resources away from the public system. And really what we need to think about is uh, putting patients and taxpayers at the center and then working backwards from there. So thinking about what is, you know, the government, the public willing to pay for a particular service and what they pay should really be agnostic as to whether it's delivered in a private clinic or whether it's delivered in a hospital we should be delivering you know outcomes that are at least as good as the hospital at no added cost and as well we want to make sure that we aren't creating inequity in the system and currently the way that it works um really doesn't because whether whether you get your surgery done at a private clinic or at a public hospital, you won't be paying money. Yeah. Um, and the provincial insurance, the physic or the specialist who performs your surgery will bill the provincial insurance for that procedure and will get paid out a similar amount. And so 
there isn't too much of an incentive for a specialist to choose one location to work over the other, except for maybe what um, what resources are available to them, what technology. Um, are, are they fully staffed with people that are highly experienced in the procedures that they would like to perform? Um, and so I think that there are certainly concerns around execution. And we do want to do this right to make sure that we maintain those core principles of our healthcare system that we are so proud of around equity and quality. Um, and also ensuring that on behalf of taxpayers, uh, we aren't adding costs without adding capacity. Yeah, that's the thing. And I think those are the two main points. I mean, the idea that, you know, people aren't jumping the queue, right? That there's that that fairness and, and that, that people aren't going to get stuck with a bill. Those would be, I think, the two main concerns that the public would have. Yes, I think so. And And as far as I can tell, in the current way that we're sort of just moving these surgeries out of hospitals to other locations, not much is actually changing other than where the procedure is performed um, and that there's potentially the added benefit of, you know, if visit specialists would like to work out of these private clinics, they themselves can invest in creating them, purchasing that technology. And in some ways we might be stimulating private investment into building more hospital capacity in terms of physical rooms, capacity and machinery. Um, and so I think there really is, this really is a good idea, but we need to watch carefully and likely we will have to tweak along the way um, and make adjustments to make sure that we are maintaining um, equity, but also ensure that patient outcomes are at least as good as they would be if they were to be treated in hospitals. Absolutely. Uh, well, your piece, as mentioned, is up at theglobeandmail.com. Much more at cdhow.org. Rosalie, thanks so much for joining us here. Appreciate it.